entertaining, uh, well, I don't know what to call today's hotline show, but I tell you what, it was the new J&J show. Right here at the top of the hour, or top of the day, rather, in AM 1240. Not bad. Pretty good. Some people were insulted. Uh, other people might have resented some of the things that were said. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, once again, AM 1240 coming coming at you every day with something. I mean, my goodness gracious, you listen to typical AM radio stations here, there, everywhere. And it's just a bunch of PSAs about people dying of a skin disease or something. At least we keep it upbeat here. Say what you want about Republican radio, but boy, lively commercials, uh, bridal fairs, monster truck show. Well, no, sorry, <laughs> monster garage sale, then a monster truck sale, and everything in between. This is the most radical AM station on the planet, right here. And if you listen to us on a day to day basis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Typically, AM radio is just like uh, uh, ion or down to. Uh, th- we want to talk about this. Oh, are you dying of a terminal? Do you know that depression is among? Of course I do. Everyone's depressed, including the woman that, uh, oh, man, whatever, that went into the school the other day. Now they're claiming that she had counseling with the, with the pastor from that school's ch- church and w- went looking for him that day. He wasn't there at the day. What, when was this, Monday now in Nashville? And again, there's some conflicting reports. There's some people that, that are backing away from that story, but she couldn't find him. So what does she do? She kills his nine-year-old daughter. That's unbelievable. And, and the excuses. I, I, I did have to chime in today. I got my trusty phone. I go on Channel 50. It's the only time I've ever watched Channel 50. And just for the first five, ten minutes of the Yentas on The View. And I thought they would attack, uh, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson for once again questioning things in the world. But they didn't. The, the thing that, uh, that, that's really grabbing a, a lot of people's attention and, and, of course, distracting us from everything else, like, you know, who, who did the shooting on Monday, is this whole uh, uh, artificial intelligence thing. Everyone's, boy, we should be really afraid of this. It's like, yes, uh, did you ever see uh, Space Odyssey 2001? HAL 9000? We've been afraid of AI ever since. And all of a sudden, you know, with all the stuff going on in the world, you know, the dollar falling apart, not to sound like Glenn Beck, and the fact that uh, people might be changing their currency to either Chinese uh, uh, currency or, 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 I don't know, walk away from the American currency altogether because the dollar's going to collapse. I tell you what, if you listen to Glenn Beck for five minutes, it would depress the hell out of you. But a lot of what he's talking about is the things that just, you know, the left doesn't want to, want you to know. So for us to have all these, you know, Republican radio pundits from Chris Plant, uh, Hugh Hewitt in the morning, who looks like Stephen King, by the way. Chris Plant. Then, of course, you got the Hotline Show, which today was incredibly good. And then you go right back to Brian Kilmeade, who basically lives in Fox News headquarters on 6th Avenue. Then you got Hannity that takes 10 years just to f- spit out a question. And, of course, you have this little old show. So I'm glad to be a part of it. And, by the way, I, as, as, just as a programming note, yesterday, officially, for, for those of you uh, keeping score at home, uh, yesterday was my last Hotline Show. So I was happy to provide as much as I could for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday scenario that essentially started around uh, the 1st of November, but good five months. And of course, uh, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith filling in on the Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, Great opportunity, uh, perfect timing when it came to one of the bigger issues, that being the homeless situation uh, back in the winter and the ongoing saga uh, with the golf course. Now, today, what was revealed today? First of all, whenever they showed a picture of that big golf ball with the word Watertown Golf on it, I always thought that was a super close-up 
of a globe type of ball that, that's in the foreground of the, of the camera lens. I always thought it was just no bigger than, you know, like maybe, not a golf ball, mind you, but maybe like a, like a softball. But now I'm finding out that that was much bigger, and Mayor Jeff Smith today said it's missing. Now, he made accusations, and I'm not going to go there, but the fact is it's missing. So that picture is on News Junkie as we speak. So someone's been waiting forever on the phone. Let's see who this is. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn. So Watertown has a mystery going on. There's a missing golf ball. Right, right. So that was really good on the, that, on the news show. They brought that up. So right. The mayor said that he didn't know what the deal was with that. Which mayor? We've got too many of them at the same time. The mayor just met. Right. All right. Gotcha. Just want to so make sure. I called the city. I called the city manager's office. Yeah. Um, I spoke with the secretary, and they were unaware of the story. Hmm. I directed them to the mayor's blog where the picture of the pickup truck and the golf ball is. Huh. So they were unaware of it. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Explain that. I'm sorry. I'm missing that part. There's a picture of a... What's the pickup truck got to do with it, Donnie? Man on the street. There's a pickup truck with the golf ball in the back of it. How big is that golf ball? It's big. It fills up the whole back of the truck. So, Donnie... It's probably like Donnie, Donnie, five foot Don- wide. I would say the ball is like five foot wide. So, maybe. Donnie, can I ask you? I got to ask you. I, this, I'm too tempted not to ask you. I already it. know. And the answer is no. I didn't say <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Is, 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 is the golf ball the shape of planet Earth, Donnie? Come on. No, actually, the golf ball is a ball. So anyway, yeah. um, the Park and Rec yeah. called me, yeah. and they were unaware of it being missing also, and they didn't know if it was a miscommunication right. or if it was a heist. So a heist. I guess two could be continued about the city. I Still haven't gotten a straight answer, so there might be uh, the golf ball might be up held for ransom. Who knows? That's, yeah, like wait, wait a minute. What who, who's what, what pickup truck are we are we talking about? Just anyone's or the, the um, it's a your buddy with the flag Dodge Black with like a no that now is a town in this town. It's, it's pictures on the mayor's blog. Huh. All right, I'll have to look at it. Mystery continues. So what? Yeah. Did, so I mean, that's kind of uh, like the city is unaware of it, but mm-hmm. Parks and Rec said it could be a miscommunication where they thought they would take it or right. something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. nobody seems to know. Donnie, do you? You know, I'm doing the downtown news thing. The latest uh, segment on there. I'm talking to one of the engineers at uh, Barton and Jududice. If I'm saying that yeah, correctly. Yeah, you're doing great with that. Yeah, I might need your help, Donnie, because you you know you get through to these people. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm in. And um, I need to get you a camera because your camera yeah, I'm sucks. In. Just text me later, whatever you need me to do. All right, sounds good. That's Donnie, man on the street. We did a couple of things, to, not kind of together, but now I'm moving along with the downtown news. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn Curry. It's Claudia Tenney. Oh my goodness gracious! I am so sorry. I, we were just in. Thro- I am looking up at the clock, and it's already five fifteen. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, thank you very, very much for being with with us today. You are first of all. We haven't had you on here since you were. Fi- I think you were physically here in January, uh, Congresswoman, and and so it's been a while. So many things. I don't know how many times Spencer and I go back and forth, and we talk about how often you're either on Fox and Friends or Fox Financial. 
or anytime with Nick uh, or Neil Cavuto on the weekends. So needless to say, you're getting great coverage and you're doing great things. Today, of course, Spencer asked me this after, excuse me, this morning, uh, uh, Congresswoman, about your tour about the agricultural farm uh, 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 bill or something. Please explain what that's all about. And will you be up here in the next couple of days or weeks for that? The listening tour, excuse yes, me. Well, uh, we're leaving Congress today, uh, Washington, and we'll be coming into our district to uh, do a couple of weeks of, of district work week. And I've started a farm bill listening tour, which is kicking off this weekend. And uh, we'll be going around uh, meeting with uh, various uh, parts of the district mm-hmm. uh, to talk about what's called the farm bill. And that is a bill that comes out every five years. It focuses on our nation's agriculture, nutrition, conservation, forestry policies. And it's really just a big piece of legislation that deals with these issues. We passed the last one in 2018, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot going on, and we want to hear directly from our farmers about what their big issues are. So we're going to be doing three roundtable discussions uh, on on farming. We want to hear from people in those areas. Come and tell us what we need to make sure is in the farm bill, what's not in the farm bill, what Mm -hmm. was good, what was bad and uh, what we can do to uh, enhance and strengthen our agricultural community because, as I think I've told you, Mm -hmm. uh, New York 24, the new New York 24, is the number one agricultural district in the Northeast in terms of our economy and the number one dairy-producing district in the Northeast, not to mention Wayne County is the second largest apple producer in the nation. So uh, we have a lot of agriculture here, and it's terrific, and it's really the backbone of our economy in upstate New York. It certainly is, and not to mention, and I know you and I have talked about this, Congresswoman Tenney, as far as the the new wineries, not just in the the Finger Lakes, but also up here in the St. Lawrence River. So that's another big part of agriculture up here just in the last two decades. Which is huge. Oh yes, definitely. Well, I mean, the, the wine, uh, the wineries, and the wine, and the quality of the wines have really uh, been a dramatic increase. I mean, if you come down to D.C., you go to District Winery and some of the famous wine uh, wine uh, stores mm-hmm. and some of the famous restaurants down here, they're serving Finger Lakes and uh, North Country wines. They, yeah, they most certainly are. Wines from yeah, New York wines, even Long Island. Uh, some of the wines that come out of. Uh, the ice wines that are in the that microclimate between Lake Erie and Lake Ontario, which mm-hmm. is Canadian, but uh, it's still in our region. Well, that's awesome. And that, I mean, I, again, you might have mentioned it, but when will you be up here for the listening tour? How can people be a part of that, Congresswoman? Uh, yeah, we'll be in the North Country. I'm not sure of the exact date yet. We're still kind of finalizing uh, the place and the time, but it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be doing this until the bill gets passed, which will probably be sometime in the summer. Okay. We uh, hope. Yeah, now, you part of the 118th Congress, uh, also talking about H.R. 1. The bill provides for the exploration, development, importation, and exportation of energy resources such as oil, gas, and minerals. That's something else that uh, you, you, uh, you're, you're involved with. Can you, go, can you uh, elaborate on that, Congresswoman? Well, yes. H.R. 1, which is our top priority path today, it's about energy. It's about in- increasing American energy independence. Mm-hmm. through production, streamlining, streamlining our supply chains, making sure that we have low-cost, affordable energy, and the most important thing, reliable energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what's going to drive us into the future. It's what's going to give us prosperity for our region. It's, uh, it's the only uh, method that we have that hits everything, and wh- whether it energy uh, affects our price of gasoline, which affects individuals, mm-hmm. supply chains for businesses. Uh, we have all of the nuclear power plants and reactors in the state of New York that are left mm-hmm. are actually in New York 24. 
uh, in either uh, Oswego County or Wayne County. And, but energy is really important. We're, we're not going to have any prosperity without strong energy supply chains, mm-hmm. uh, energy reliability, energy independence, and that's what HR1 is about. And we also have tremendous natural resources uh, in the United States, and that's about making sure that we keep our natural resources, our rare earth minerals, those important minerals here in the United States, mm-hmm. instead of relying on China and some of our enemies, quite frankly, uh, instead of producing those here ourselves. And a lot of it is streamlining the uh, supply chain and the permitting process, which is what HR1 covers. Mm-hmm. And remember, it, we had, this is an all-of-the-above strategy. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure that we have abundant safe, responsible gas drilling. Mm-hmm. We also use our resources with fossil fuels uh, safely and reliably to bring down emissions. But we also uh, make sure that our renewables are something that's produced here. Over 80% of uh, the solar panels are produced in China. That's amazing. Depend- if we were to shut down with China today, we would be dependent and we wouldn't be able to bring those uh, materials here. <laughs> so all of the above strategy is what we're trying to seek, and that's exactly what HR1 is. In order to provide reliable, safe energy to a growing population, not just in the United States, but across the world, mm-hmm. we're going to have to find a way to make energy affordable, energy safe, and uh, something that, that is uh, reliable. I got to ask the question because you know part of your district obviously is part of the, what we refer to as the Marcellus Shale uh, for fracking and whatnot. Does that ever come up in part of the the discussion at all as far as New York Energy is concerned? The dreaded fossil fuels. Oh yes, it comes up all the time, and and people who are very smart in the energy uh, field uh, even say you know it's insane that New York is the only state that didn't take advantage of safe, responsible gas drilling mm-hmm. uh, to give energy independence, energy security, and uh, not just for New York but for our nation. Uh, we could have taken advantage of that. We'd see be thriving, much like Pennsylvania, Ohio, West yes. Virginia, and other states have taken advantage of that mix and had uh, have been very smart about it. You know, unfortunately, New York. Uh, did not take advantage of that. We're the only state to ban it and the only state that isn't getting the uh, economic benefits. And you can you can see our economy. You can see the, the dangerous type of uh, legislation coming out of Albany mm-hmm. that's going to hurt us in the future in dealing with energy. Just no common sense. None. Uh, when, when you, when you uh, it's illogical uh, types of uh, goals that the Democrats have, uh, that run Albany have put in place and right. are trying to go to a net zero before we can even... Uh, manage that that's going to be com- very dangerous and very catastrophic for seniors uh, for businesses for individuals anyone trying to survive in new york the policies that are coming forth are really going to be dangerous and i i hope that they reverse some of them but we're doing everything we can on the federal level mm-hmm. to ensure that those things uh, don't happen in the way that the democrats illogical policies have come to fruition around our around our state uh, yeah well albany's a mess and, and uh, i see the example made i believe on fox not too long ago of of one side of the river that separates north dakota and minnesota different policies different government and their side of the river is more developed as a result of their energy that they've been fracking up there completely different from that of minnesota no surprise what's whatsoever so well, all, yes you yeah. can go to our southern southern new york border and, and you can look at what's going on in bradford pennsylvania mm-hmm. or olean new york and interesting that people, uh, you know, the first oil and gas reserves uh, discovered in the, in the United States were actually in New York and Fredonia. So that's amazing. Uh, here we we don't take advantage of that, and hmm. you know these these are we are, have been given these uh, God given resources uh, mm-hmm. as a state, and it's really the, the fact that we have 
refuse to try to access them and, and try to p- find a way to bring our emissions down. You know, when, you, when, when uh, the United States became energy independent under President Trump, mm-hmm. we actually brought emissions down by 2% every year. Uh, we reduced our carbon emissions and our, and our, and our uh, carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. But now, under Joe Biden, now that you know he has basically gone to war on American energy independence, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, allowing the Russians uh, to have the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, where they're leveraging energy against our allies all across Europe and, and really, you know, helping the Chinese uh, across the world by selling them, uh, you know, dirtier en- energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the uh, Russian energy is uh, 40% uh, dirtier than our energy. We have cleaner form of, of, uh, of natural gas. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the things that uh, Joe Biden is doing is really hurting us and raising emissions and making us less safe, mm-hmm. less secure when it comes to energy. And also not less environmentally friendly in the end. Yeah, I, I, and again, you, know, you and I could obviously talk forever about that, but can anyone ever summarize exactly why the Biden administration, or for that matter, the Democrats, are going about it this way? I mean, I know that's a, that's a, that's a lengthy answer right there, cause, and I don't know if anyone can answer it other than the fact that they're just crazy. Why, why, why can't they see the writing you know, on the wall? This, there's this partisanship. I mean, some of it was done just in response to President Trump. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter what he did. It Spiteful. doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they just wanted to counter President Trump. But there's an illogical argument and a, and a real lack of interest mm-hmm. and a lack of interest, I think, mm-hmm. in understanding the facts and, and, and science uh, and looking at the real science. I mean, think about this. Mm-hmm. CO2 is when you drink a soda, that's CO2. Plants cannot survive and make oxygen without CO2. So this whole net zero aspect that they're talking about, I mean, we need, you know, carbon for, you know, the, the cycle of life. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there is always a way that we can be cleaner and more efficient and not, you know, overusing uh, certain energy sectors. Like, you know, we can balance some of these with, with you know, balance of fossil fuels, the balance of renewables mm-hmm. uh, and those types of and nuclear energy, which is emission free. We can do all that. And we should do that in order to provide re- responsible, reliable energy. But uh, there's just this bizarre sort of uh, Very. Uh, mentality that some on the far left just don't want to listen to the science. Mm-hmm. And sadly, many of them are in these institutions of higher learning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just look at the insane policies being adopted in Ithaca, New York, where Cornell University is. Yeah. Oh, well, and that's no, no, no surprise that a Tompkins County and a, a bastion of, of liberal thought in upstate New York, for sure. And what's going on out of Nashville, which, if you don't mind, I know you're busy and whatnot, but I want to get to that real quick. But first, the other thing, we always hear about the southern border. But you guys are talking about the northern border. What's going on there these days? It seems like there's a lot more uh, human trafficking happening in Vermont, at least, but perhaps right here in northern New York. Well, yeah. Well, actually, you know, it's funny, Glenn. I was talking about a bill that I I introduced, the Direct Funds to the Border Act, which would take the money that the Democrats are spending on 87,000 IRS agents. That's $80 billion of taxpayer money. Mostly to go after, and really, uh, the, li- the lion's share of the money would go. Uh, the, the resources the IRS would be using would be going after small businesses and lower income earners. Uh, the wealthiest can afford lawyers; they can afford accountants. It wouldn't affect them. And I said, let's transfer those funds to the southern border. Well, I heard from our northern border agents who said, "Wait a minute, we've got a problem at the northern border. We're experiencing just since Joe Biden became president mm-hmm. an 850 percent increase in crossings at the northern border." Mm-hmm. And they said, come and spend some time with us, and we'll explain to you what's happening. So I spent a day with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency up in uh, the Buffalo sector. We talked about what's happening in the Swanton sector, which is up in the 
uh, more northern region and into Vermont and mm-hmm. New Hampshire, where Elise Stefanik uh, represents in the New York side. Mm-hmm. And uh, they explained to me what was really going on and how the cartels are actually running our border mm-hmm. and how the cartels are controlling and actually have control over the border that Joe Biden doesn't even recognize mm-hmm. and how there's not much the border agents can do. And remember, Border Patrol is about security. Their aim and their mission is to stop bad guys from coming across our border. Exactly. Dealing with immigration, immigration and the Naturalization Service, the INS, that deals with the illegal question of whether people have asylum claims or not. Hmm. What they're finding is the bad people who are trafficking drugs, mm-hmm. trafficking innocent human beings, including children, harvesting organs. Mm-hmm. Those people are controlling the border. Those are the bad guys we want to stop from coming to our country and killing our children with illegal fentanyl. Sure. And that's what we're trying to stop. And they explained to me just how they do it. The cartels go to, you know, when, the, when our resources are diverted out of the northern border mm-hmm. to the southern border, mm-hmm. you, the cartels simply create passports and IDs for illegal immigrants from anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about just from Guatemala or the so-called, you know, triangle, southern triangle right. or northern triangle countries. They can get a passport. They can get on a commercial plane with this you know, fake passport. They can actually put um, pa- luggage or their baggage on board with a way to disguise fentanyl. They throw it in uh, with the fentanyl, mm-hmm. and they get it. They land in uh, Canada. No visa requirement because there's no visa requirement between Mexico and Canada anymore. Mm-hmm. They take an Uber, and the Uber driver has no way of knowing who this person is. Their ID looks legitimate. Mm-hmm. They drive them to the cartels at the border, and the cartels get them into New York State. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in at record numbers with fentanyl. I've heard from numerous uh, members of the police or sheriff that they are, they are constantly getting people with fentanyl, but not as many as there really are coming. Mm-hmm. And one of the border agents said, this is truly a situation where every state in the United States is a border state because of the way the cartels can get these people to flow through. Kathy Hochul is issuing licenses. Uh, You know, the Democrats and and Hochul and uh, Governor Cuomo in the past Mm -hmm. supported licenses for illegal immigrants. And they can get licenses, and and, uh, no one really knows what their history is. They could be criminals. They could be murderers. They could be anything. And uh, those people are, are getting to walk free through our country. I, is it just the Democrats are just complicit with the enemy uh, in, in all you know uh, faces? I mean, as far as Governor Whitman, for instance, is allowing some green energy company from China not only to operate, they're going to give her millions of dollars of state funds, perhaps federal funds for all I know, and allow the CCP to actually operate there and set the tempo right there in the middle of Michigan. I just, with all this, with what Cuomo did, now Hochul giving licenses, that's old news. And now that she's doing it, it doesn't surprise anybody. But is, what's the gain here? Is it just to destroy us or the 20th century, Congresswoman? What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I don't know if it's completely naive, which is dangerous, but this is dangerous policy. It's hurting Americans. It's hurting taxpayers. You know, the Democrats and, uh, and Kathy Hochul have proposed a billion dollars in new taxes on the most taxed taxpayers in the entire United States in New York to pay for illegal immigrants to incentivize people to come here. Incredible. Now remember, Glenn, everybody yeah. that comes in isn't a cartel member, isn't necessarily a criminal, but they're taking advantage of our system and they're coming in mm-hmm. because they're getting incentives. They're going to get a place to live, a pl- you know, food to eat. Uh, they're going to get things that uh, even some of our own uh, citizens don't get. Mm-hmm. And so that's an, those incentives continue this rush at the border. But meanwhile, our border agents are trying to just, you know, decipher who's who's dangerous and who isn't. Right. 
And, you know, we've got they've got to be focused on the dangerous people. But meanwhile, the other people come in Mm -hmm. and they're taking advantage of our system in many cases. Not all. But, you know, if you really want to be a a member of the United States and you want to, you know, subscribe to our Constitution, you come here legally. You don't make your first act across the border, you know, violating our laws. So and there are literally millions of people and friends of mine waiting to become U.S. citizens. They're waiting in line the legal way to come to this country and they're being you know this is like egg on their face to watch illegal immigrants coming in Mm -hmm. and the lack of respect that they get uh from the democrats and people that support these open border border policies it's really just very offensive to me and i feel terribly for these people they're good american potentially good american citizens that will be great members of society but they're sitting on the sidelines waiting because there's a, you know, they can't get into this country. Well, a lot I just, of... I don't know if I'd let, let you know, but there's breaking news going on right now. Oh, what's that? Uh, what? Apparently, the uh, district attorney in Manhattan, the grand jury, has uh, indicted uh, President Trump. Oh, wow. Wait, is this is this is the New York Alvin Bragg grand jury? Yeah, it's oh. just dropping Oh, my, my goodness uh, gracious. Actually, I don't even know the details. It's literally breaking news coming over my phone right oh now. Oh, my goodness. So it ha- <laughs> so now the Yint is at the view of very happy Congresswoman Tenney. They're very happy yeah, about well, this. Yeah, the circus begins. Yeah, oh, well, it, it started a long <laughs> time ago. Show, let the show trial begin because uh, I think that this is going to be this is, gonna be interesting to see where they go. As bad as it is, uh, it's actually good news. I agree. I know what you're, say- what you're saying. I think I know in that this is a travesty. But this could be good news because this is a fa- this is a complete farce. What's going on down there in New York City? You, you know that better than anybody. So while yeah, well, it, as a yeah. lawyer, uh, this is just just a couldn't be a better example of showing that we have a two tiered system of justice. No doubt that we do not we don't recognize uh, crimes. We go after people. We're targeting a person because of who they are, not what they did. And so uh, this is going to be. I think this is going to be tough to get a conviction on this, but this is going to be for certain. Uh, a big show trial that the Democrats are going to try to put on to attack President Trump, to attack anyone who's a Republican or anyone who supported President Trump or support the policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what the Democrats, this is what they're, this is their, uh, their way of uh, creating more chaos, uh, more confusion in our system. And mm-hmm. this is how they're going to, con- uh, they're going to get the media. It's going to be a media frenzy. It can be interesting to see what it, happens. It's gonna, and unfortunately, it's going to cover up a lot of the other more you know, important stories that have been going on, not to mention the Nashville story and how the left has, has, has completely uh, blown that story out of proportion. And now they're not talking about it at all because it doesn't fit their narrative as far as who the shooter was. And the comments made from, say, ABC News correspondents and others is absolutely disgusting, considering six people were killed, not to mention three, three nine-year-olds. It's, it's just amazing where we're at, Congresswoman Tenney. Uh, but uh, I'm just thankful, first of all, that uh, you and Elise and many others are part in, in the hearings yesterday with Senator Cruz. Uh, just, there is hope here, Congresswoman. I just hope that in the next you know, couple of months, we st- uh, hopefully uh, Donald Trump doesn't tear apart DeSantis to the point where people are just so fed up with the Republican Party. And that's my fear, by the way. But it looks like, like they said before, the pendulum does swing both ways. And it looks like that's happening right now. I'm just being very hopeful, that is. Look, the American citizen should be very fearful for what's happening in New York City, uh, not not because it's President Trump, but the fact that somebody, uh, they can indict, and uh, you can indict a ham sandwich, as they say. They yeah. can indict whoever they want, but getting a conviction is another thing. Mm-hmm. But they're, if they can go after someone like President Trump, who has the resources and the notoriety to be able to defend himself, just think of what they could do to people who don't have that ability to defend themselves, mm-hmm. and they don't have the money. And uh, they could be thrown in jail. I mean, 
this is the kind of thing because of their political views or because they uh, someone in government doesn't like them. This is what happens in totalitarian communist type regimes. And this should be very scary to all Americans. I, I lived in a communist country. When you disagreed with the government, you ended up in a work camp out in an isolated island in the middle of the Adriatic Sea, and that was the former Yugoslavia. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you something. This is not good news uh, for Americans who care about the rule of law, who care about equal justice under the law. This is a, this is a dangerous precedent. But maybe the Democrats will pay the price for this, finally. Yeah, well, I hope so. And just as a personal note, I do happen to know two people that live in your district right here uh, that have been scrutinized locally by our, our liberal uh, uh, media uh, for what they did on January 6th. And so without getting into the details and whatnot, it's just, it's just been absolutely horrible. But it looks like at least the, the horned man has been released from jail, I believe, yesterday or today. So once again, that looks like you know, at least what Tucker did with the 41,000 hours is now opening people's eyes. So maybe my friends would, would see uh, less pain and yeah, suffering. Well, the, yeah, the, the QAnon shaman, uh, yeah. what's his name, Chan Chansley? Yeah, or? a guy who obviously had some mental issues, but for the most part they made him out to be Hitler, and he wasn't even close. He's been subjected to uh, solitary con confinement now for over two years, and he was released today. Uh, Congresswoman, do you have a second? Because I, I, I have my owner right here, Jim Levin, who wants to say hi to you. Oh, I didn't. E you know what, Claudia? I didn't even know oh, you were I, on the phone. You were standing there. I figured you'd want to speak to the congressman. Well, I would love to. Sorry about that. Claudia. I would love to. Yeah. Because well, because. Hi, Jim. How you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. I I was it's coming in to be radio station here. You know, you just kind of go with it. Huh? Yeah, pretty I just, much. You know, I just kind of walk in. You literally, you know, what well, the heck? Yeah, well, I got I, I you know I lost track of time. <laughs> I knew the congresswoman was talking, but we were talking about so many. There's so many things to talk about and talk radio, Congresswoman Tenney. I tell you, it's it just and just right. now you probably were going to come in here because Alvin Bragg got his way. The indictment came down from the grand jury. Well, I was just on a manager's call, so I always listen to this show because i love this show sure. but i wasn't listening yeah i wanted to let you know about yeah, that you, you're happy about that right jim levin i don't know if i'm happy or not i came in completely <laughs> apolitically i just wanted to let you know it's breaking news yeah and um i got and, we got the breaking and, news from our own congresswoman that in itself and, is big and, news and i apologize congresswoman i wanted to say that the the times and i think channel seven are both going to be Doing a story on Mayor Graham's return oh, to uh, yes, did the you, hotline. Did, did you know that, Congresswoman, that Mayor Graham is back in the saddle at the noon hour again? He just got back this week uh, from uh, from just rehab and so forth, and that's not uh, oh, no. that, that that yeah, that was because of his, his physical condition. Yes, okay, exactly, great. which is awesome, Congresswoman. Now, how's he doing? Uh, yeah, he's doing he, much he's better. He's doing fabulously well, and we're just so excited to have him back. And I'm getting out of here. I apologize no, for the okay. interruption. Well, no, no, that's how we operate around here, Congressman. Thank you for thank you, Jim. Jim yeah, Levin, of course. So well, my best to Mayor Graham. Looking forward to uh, catching up. I usually catch up with him. I get the highlights, uh, and then I, I, I chime in, and I get it on a notification. So oh, cool. I'm yeah. usually in the middle of something uh, during the day, so what, I try you, to catch up at night. Well, this is awesome. I, I, again, when, when we talk again, I would love to talk more about Ukraine and all the, all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world. But that said, I will stay in contact with Spencer. At this point, we don't know when the listening tour will be up here uh, for the agricultural part of things. But uh, once that happens, I will be sure to let people know here on AM 1240, yeah, Congresswoman. As soon as we have the information, I'll let you know. But... I do have to run to another yeah, event. Yeah, no, I understand. So I appreciate all the time. It was great catching up with you, and we should do this more regularly. We shouldn't. Uh, and sorry, oh, without a doubt, been, uh, without a doubt. And by the way, yeah, thanks for the breaking news. That in itself was very historic, <laughs> very historic, Congresswoman. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> all right, talk to you. All right, great talking to you. Yes, uh, you hello to, to Mayor Graham, and best wishes to him and Jim and everyone out there. We appreciate the time and. Uh, please uh, subscribe to my newsletter, tenny.house.gov. You can go there and. 
Nancy. Uh, I explained every vote that I'd taken the House in detail, the only member of Congress to do that. Mm-hmm. We put out weekly newsletters to recap what we've done, in, uh, whether it's in the district or in, in Congress every week. Uh, we try to go on as much media to tell the story of uh, the great district that I represent and the wonderful people of New York. So uh, we're always fighting and advocating for upstate New York, and we just appreciate you uh, highlighting that. And uh, I'll see you. Uh, I looks like I'm going to be on uh, Maria Bartiromo on uh, Sunday Morning Futures this Sunday. So look for me there. Awesome. And uh, by the way, great debate on the floor the other day. I think that was yesterday. Great. And that oh, was our news. So no All problem. Right. Anytime. Thank you once again. Congresswoman Tenney right here on AM 1240. Uh, we got to do a break. We're behind. You heard the big news. We'll get to that about the, the indictment being passed down uh, in New York City against former President Donald Trump. And we'll be back after this. L.A. Quarry is the destination for all your stone and marketing. Again, that's Coughlin. Dot co forward slash marketing. Uh, welcome back uh, to the show. We got about 14 minutes left. Thank you, uh, Congresswoman Tenney. And by the way, for the record, I knew she, w- I knew the Congresswoman was calling in. I just, uh, I, I took the phone calls earlier today, and I looked up and I saw the clock went. Oh my God! So hopefully, uh, the Congresswoman, tell the Congresswoman to wait. Hopefully, she didn't wait too long. And nonetheless, great conversation, good stuff. And revealed about the big news. Let's go to the phones and see if they want to talk about that. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's hey, happening? It was great to hear from uh, Congresswoman Tenney. Yeah. I, I knew my vote was going to count for that one. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can't even remember who. Oh, well, we, we had the big primary last year, Mario Frado, who calls us up every now and then, still active, still planning on remaining in politics. But I'm just trying to remember who is her. I can't even remember who the Democratic uh, candidate was against. I mean, uh, that, 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 I couldn't even tell you. Oh, God. Thank God but we I don't have billionaire uh, congressional candidate. about the golf ball. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Back when I was still working for Codes, mm-hmm. the reason they had to remove the golf ball was because they violated the city uh, sign ordinance. Mm-hmm. They never got a permit for the golf ball. So wait a minute. You you're telling me? Wait. Explain yourself. Does that mean that the previous owner has the right to have the golf ball? Is that what you're saying? No, they were they put it up, but right. they never got a permit to put the that up as signage. Okay. But they overdid their signage because they have a sign on the front of the building. They have a sign out on the a standing pole. Right. And you only have so many square feet of signage that you can do for a building. Okay. So well, the golf ball overwent what the signage was. Okay, so it was beyond the Don't ordinance allow, code, allowable by was, ordinance. It yeah. was uh, council that came up with this, the amount of uh, square footage you could have. All right, does that explain why it's not there, though, and if someone had the right to I'm take it? I'm not 100% sure whether the city took it out right. or whether cause he, they were ordered to take it out. Missing about golf ball. Ago. Yeah. Well, brings up, I tell you what, I mean, how much is something like that worth? I'm, I saw a picture of it. It's on News Junkie. How much oh, it was is, huge. Yeah, was it, how much is something like, you know, to get that made, uh, you know, I'm sure that's cost at least a thousand bucks, right? Oh, at least. So that's it's grand theft. It's, it's theft. Grand theft, I think, is, is well, in New York State, it's probably a million dollars of all I know. That's why people walk into Walgreens. You've got to find out whether that was part of the sale right? or whether Lundy kept it. Interesting. Or... Uh, apparently, from what the way I heard the conversation today, it was there after the sale was was done, but yes, it's no it longer. But it was no longer there as of a couple of days ago. Am I am I correct on that? 
Yeah, but they were ordered two years ago to remove well, it. I see, I see what you're saying, but it would be interesting to know where at least it went. Or it's possible, now stay with me here, it's very possible that in the dead of night, someone just went up there in a pickup truck from Antwerp and, and, and just stole the big golf ball. There you go. Someone you? said the truck's from Antwerp. I said, is Eddie Russell involved with this again? Hey now. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> I thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that, it. The, no, city codes told them they had to remove it because Got they it. were over their square there footage Got of it. signage. Got it. Thank you, the I ordinance guy. The... Got it. All right. <laughs> we understand. <clears throat> Doesn't explain why it's not there. From what the ordinance guy says, it didn't belong there to begin with. That's fine. But now we got to find that. We got to find that golf ball. <clears throat> you know what we should do? You know, I don't know if we should do this. This is probably a stupid idea. But we should have a golf ball uh, snowball race. You know, rep in honor of the lost golf ball up at Thompson Park. We can say that that was the lost three point four million dollar golf ball. We'll have a. It will go up to Dry Hill. They got new owners up there. There's exciting things happening there. They cleaned it all up. The new bathrooms, everything. You actually feel proud to go in there now. So what they should do instead of just, you know just have the you know the the cardboard bot, which is a great thing that they do where they create their own cardboard uh, sleds. That that's a huge event. It should be bigger in my opinion, but neither here nor there. They should, now we should just have a huge golf ball event and call it the Snowball Golf Ball event. Just put him up on top of Dry Hill, and the first one to come down and knock somebody over, we can go bowling in honor of the lost golf ball. There you go. Hi, you're in the air. Bad idea, but I threw it out there anyway. You're on the air. Okay. Yeah, it's well, Danny France. was interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm still cringing. Yeah. So why was it interesting then? Well, it's interesting because uh, she, she is a classic yep. uh, falsehood spewer. Oh, come on. What do you mean? I've got, I've got three examples here, and you can check them out. I, I hope people do follow up and check them out. The first one was that 87,000 new IRS agents. They're yeah. going to audit everybody. Right. That's bogus. It's been around since May 2021. Uh, the IRS is hiring new people, but that's to re- over, over the next, quote, 10 years to replace those that are retiring and what have you. And out of those, only 8,000 revenue agents who actually do auditing of... Uh, all right, just, 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 I just want to know what your source is, Danny. And don't say Google. New York Times. Oh, okay. All right. All right. What's number two, then? Number two is uh, she said the cartels are, are running our borders. The both, yeah, northern and certainly the southern, you, yes. Do you actually believe the cartels are, are running our borders? Well, I mean, why would she say that? Why would she lie about that or misinform people why about that? Why would she not tell the truth about that? Because that's, it's that's it's the, the business of the cartels to smuggle drugs and people into this country, whether it's in the southern border or out of Montreal. I don't, I don't deny that they are doing that, and we've got a big effort on to try to get them tunneling under the borders, mostly not just driving through there from Canada to New York City. And, and by the way, for that's the for the record, lied. she and, and the congresswoman mentioned she was in the uh, uh, on the Buffalo border there. And she mentioned Vermont, but I don't see... Is that a problem up here? Are we seeing people crawl, crawling over into St. Lawrence County by way of Aquasasne? Which, by the way, is very easy to do. There's no Buffalo river up there. not even near Vermont. What's that now? You said Buffalo and Vermont. Well, no, I'm saying she... Yeah, well, she spent a day in Buffalo. She mentioned Vermont. Do that we have... a hell of a crossing from Vermont to Buffalo. No, you're missing my point, Danny. Are we having a problem here with, uh, with human trafficking and drugs here in St. Lawrence and Jefferson County? She mentioned Buffalo on Canada's border, by the way, the longest border in the are. world. If we, are, if we are having a problem, it's certainly not getting reported. Yeah, okay? I, I, so I'm, I don't I, think... I, I, that's why I bring it up. I don't see that as a problem. I don't, I don't see... Either. Yeah, I don't she's see a, some... 
she is she's a tremendous exaggerator. Another thing she said about well, I don't I didn't mean it that way, but go ahead. Well, yeah. No, she said the uh, Biden shut down the XL uh, pipeline. Mm-hmm. Actually, he, he blew it up. Pipeline. <laughs> you know how much the pipeline was finished on those, all those states? Uh, I have no idea. Eighty uh, percent of it. Eight percent. Eight percent. So, Danny, let me ask the question. And I didn't challenge the congresswoman on this because, you know, we're short for time. But, you know, it is alleged that the uh, the pipeline there that went that went from Russia uh, by what what sea is that? I'm sorry. Uh, North Sea, whatever, was was destroyed uh, by the Biden administration. The Biden administration, of course, denies that. Uh, but what say you on that? And why would well, he do the, that? The XL, Keystone XL, XL, I'm sorry. Exxon Pipeline comes from Alberta and Canada all the no. way down to the Texas to the. All right, we're talking about two completely different things. You just mentioned two different, two different pipelines. Yeah, of course. And but that Keystone is, has been notorious for uh, for spills over a number of the last six, seven years. Right, now, I'm, uh, now we got to look it up because of my mind's not thinking. Thirty thousand barrels recruited a day. Yeah, no, Danny, Danny, I'm talking about the pipe. You just mentioned it, and and the congresswoman mentioned it. My, my mind's going blank. But it's the oh the Nordstrom too I believe it's the it's the pipeline that connects. Uh, yeah, uh, well, that's underwater. By yeah, the way. right. But it is, it's it's been cut off, and there's literally video of it. Uh, you know, with with oil coming up to the surface of the of the sea. Uh, you know, probably gallons per sec, a thousand gallons per second. I'm sure it's been tapped out or, or cut off. But the, why why are people saying that the Biden administration was responsible for for, for blowing that up, Danny? That's my well, question. Of course. Target. That's why. But anyway, that's the North <laughs> see how he changes pipeline. the subject that's is no, incredible. Nowhere near the continental United States. Uh, on, no, I, I, I understand. All right, Danny, you came up with your three points. I got to move on though, but I appreciate your rebuttal. She, she's an extreme exaggerator. All right, by by, by your standards easy, in the New York Times. Easy to disprove if anybody just does a logical research on the topic that she goes right now. She's a great speaker. I give her credit for that. She sounds really... Yeah, but nothing you said is reinforced other than just conjecture, Danny, in, in, all, do, in all fairness. Okay, just check check. I, I will. I'll look up the New York Times, and I'll get all accurate information. Yeah. All the news that's fit. doesn't fit the print. It's fit. Fits their narrative. Thank you. That's Danny Francis. Uh, no, I was trying to go to another call. We're talking about com- two completely different things. But she, again, once, once Danny gets focused on something, and he goes into the New York Times mode... Uh, that's that's the Bible. That's that rules everything. It's incredible. But that's why we have a fair and balanced show here. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> illegal yeah. immigrants and everybody crossing the border yeah. is a huge problem in New York State. So explain a that. Huge explain that problem. Explain. It, if all right, if you travel through St. Lawrence County regular, yeah, at, once a week you're going to get stopped by Border Patrol. Because they think you're an illegal alien driving a you know well, no, a Kia have, Soul. They, no, they have roadblocks. They have roadblocks. Yeah, but I thought that was because of uh, hydroponic highway, because of hashish coming out of Aquasasni. No, That's what I heard. No, no, no. I'll tell you what. <laughs> drive to any farm, in just here in Jefferson and Lewis County. Yeah. Go drive by Mark's Farms, and you see they got about a dozen trailers out there. Right, right. That all every one of them trailers is full of six, seven, eight people. Mm-hmm. They're share, sharing social security numbers. Not a one of them can speak English. They're all illegal immigrant, well, migrant workers, I guess is what you're supposed to call them. Right. No, every farm, every single farm around here pretty much 
Yeah. That, if you see trailers and stuff off to the side, that's mm-hmm. what's living there, and, and they're all packed in there like sardines. And, and by the way, remember the accident that happened up in Waddington about two months ago? They, they, they were probably yeah. from that community. The six of them died yeah. instantly that day. It yeah. was awful. And if you go way up north, you can cross the border on a seasonal road. Well, I know you can. There's I, a little I, booth that you're supposed to check <clears> in, and the windows and the cameras are shot out. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've been in Aquasasne with an American Indian who literally drove me right into Quebec, and I didn't even know it. <clears throat> I mean, it's the easiest thing yeah. in the world. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no river there, and, and there's certainly no cameras by any means. So I could see it happening. But here's my question. So you're saying that all the people that are working as migrant workers on, say, the Marks Farm or whatever, <clears throat> I don't want to get people well, in I trouble. Don't, I don't have proof that they're illegals, but I mean. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I understand. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right, well, again, I, I appreciate that. And I, as far as Danny's concerned, remember his sources, the New York Times. Just remember the source. Yeah. All right, thank you, my friend. i got to go, but thank you very much. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? It's Lefty. What's happening? Hey, uh, throw two things in once. I sent you a text. Trump got indicted. Yeah, I know. We, we heard it from the congresswoman. It was an historical oh, day. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I She was so boring, I couldn't listen to her. Oh, I sh- off, but stop. I back on. Stop. Sorry, I didn't know you got into that. Right. Well, she um, did, so that's good. It, Breaking news. As as, uh, what Danny's reporting is he's reporting something that happened after the fact. Okay. Um, Biden, Biden signed into law in August. He was set to provide... $80 million in funding to add 87,000 IRS agents in the Inflation Reduction Act. Hmm. Now, that's one of those things where when we're throwing some act together for COVID, all of a sudden we had to throw in something about the Green Deal. Right. It's one of those things where it's just trying to slip those in. So what he tried to do, he tried to add in 87,000 IRS jobs with $80 million into the Inflation, in, inflation Re- Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening, it got voted down, and it got turned around that there's going to be funding for over the next decade to the IRS now. But that was what he initially tried to do. Mm-hmm. It just got voted down. All right. All right. But either way, no one was sending any fake and no one was doing anything else. But it was just one of those things. Where you so, got well, it, you right, got real quick, real quick then, it. as far as the indictment, is this good or bad for Trump? Real quick, and i got to take another call before I go. Good it's or bad? bad. It's, bad. it's bad, of course. All right. Bad. All right. All right. I got to go. But thank bad. you. Do your deal. Bye bye now, don't you? All right. There you go. Hi. Last call of the day. Hi. Hi, uh, <clears throat> Glenn. Uh, Danny, for instance, I want to ask you about the 87,000. Uh, IRS. IRS, IRS agents is what people are going to retire over the next 10 years, as he said. Right. Uh, why does that need a special appropriation? They already should have money for that. That should already be staffed up. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's regular procedure. You don't need extra money for that. No, no. And again, it's it's an over. And by the way, I thought, that, I thought the House rejected. I thought that was the one thing that we weren't going to see that was reported over a month ago. But and you never know these days. Things just like I, I didn't think the indictment would go down on Donald Trump today, but obviously it did. That breaking news earlier right here on the Live at Five show, courtesy of our congresswoman. Sir, thank you for the call. I got to go because we're at the end of the show here on AM 1240. What a show it was and uh, what a day. What a day of uh, programming right here. And it continues tomorrow with the Hotline Show once again with Jeff Graham and Mayor Jeff Smith. And then next week, Jeff Graham takes over by himself, does the solo deal, and we're back to normal. AM 1240, WHN Watertown makes this legal. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York, where a grand jury has just voted to indict former President Donald Trump. CBS's Robert Costa kicks off our team coverage. This is a historic moment to have a former president indicted. This has been confirmed to CBS News by Trump's own attorney, Susan Nicholas.